Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. This is Wednesday, January 18th, 2017, and welcome to episode 278 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWUS Radio Network. It is the one and the only WCWUS Revolution. <clears throat> I'm, of course, Mr. WCWUS Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you. And, of course, here tonight, our rest, we will be definitely bringing you our wrestling news and views segment here, which will be provided here tonight by our own uh, premier news tag team. It is simply, they are simply just known as what better name than King Ice. And let's bring in King Ice, if you will. First off, I have the main man himself and the mainstay of the <clears throat> uh, radio network and also the COO of WCWUS. He is also a 2014 WCWUS Hall of Famer. He is the one and the only. He is the king. NWO GTS himself, Gerard T. Smith. Also joining me here, joining us here tonight, his partner, the Iceman himself, JD, Jared DiGirolamo. JD, of course, is a 2015 Hall of Famer. He is also, of course, one of the hosts of WCWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon uh, here on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> and they will be bringing, like I said, our wrestling news abuse here tonight. And he was Super Machine John Gross will be coming in, but be coming in a little bit late, so I'll be taking care of the history and birthdays here for this evening. But let us bring our let us bring our two main guys here of the WCW US Click is King the NWO and the Iceman. Gentlemen, welcome to episode two seventy eight of a what will be a very powerful dynamite and explosive revolution. 
Happy Wednesday, everyone. Hey, yo. Yes, sir, indeed. In addition to the news and views tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and the history and the birthdays tonight, we definitely will bring you our thoughts and opinions on last night's SmackDown live broadcast, of course, <clears throat> WWE, of course, Universe is in full force now, getting up towards the Royal Rumble coming up here on January 29th. And I hope the superstars, of course, have their A-game, uh, trying their best to have their A-game on here as they continue to press forward with, of course, it being less than two weeks away. So definitely we'll check out what happened, what took place here, uh, uh, whatever one thought here of the results of last night's SmackDown Live. And then, of course, uh, some general wrestling discussion, of course, about the Rumble and any other talk going on out there. And also uh, some some a uh, little bit of fun here. We might have some wrestling trivia here tonight. We don't know what we'll end up doing, but, of course, we'll definitely be doing something here towards the end of the show. But if you want to join myself, Gerard, and J.D., and everybody else that pops on here, you know, there's a way to do it. There's always a way to do it. And who can tell you a lot more? I, I, I could, but I would not... Uh, I, I don't have the pizzazz and the and the thrill and the prestige that this individual has right here. I'm going to turn over T and W. How can they pop on here and join join the fun? Well, you have to do 45 jumping jacks. You have to do 33 setups. You have to do 16 push-ups all in a <laughs> row, and then drink a beer. <laughs> One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one three eight zero five five. Press pound. Press one. You can talk to any of us. Listen to any of us right now. Ooh, he's on fire tonight. Now let's not waste any time here before he cools down. We we don't want him to cool down. And he's on fire tonight. So let's go with our rest of news and views here segment and let's start off. With the man himself, Key and W.O., what's on tap here tonight in the wrestling news world? Well, what's on tap is always on tap. It's called beer. <laughs> but on the wrestling-related side, we are going to check it out. So to be NXT superstar, David Tommy over a neck injury back in October indicated on Twitter he's ready to return to action. Hmm. That's great news for Dale. Talk recently about Michael Cole's future on WTV. Cole is becoming more and more interested in moving into on off camera roles. As he can as he continues behind the scenes, Cole handles some parts of WWE production and works to groom up the coming WWE announcers, including Niall McGuinness. 
No word yet on what Cole might translate the full-time backstage role. But lately, there's more talk of it happening. Take JD in. Triple H made appearance recently on the Fox Sports Wrestling Composite Slamcast this week and confirmed that WWE does have plans for a women's tournament similar to the UK title tournament. Meanwhile, however, Raw scored a 2.15 rating, however, for Monday night, however, mind you, however, as they did a pretty good rating. Zack Ryder, meanwhile, took to Twitter and says he's back to working out. Ryder is still recovering from knee surgery following an injury during a SmackDown taping in December. No word on the timetable for his return. Also, however, me, to which he said, I am afraid of no pump. Hashtag return of the Zack. Meanwhile, the Ascension appear to be preparing for a new look. Ian Finchfield, a pop creature, posted the following picture of a skull half mask that Connor retweeted. Leather grin mask all finished for at Connor WWE. Hashtag Connor WWE. Hashtag WWE. Hashtag ETSY. Hashtag Mask, hashtag skull, hashtag fight, hashtag wrestling. So it looks like they're going to be getting a new uh, twist here. And Bray Wyatt recently said that Conor McGregor, however, is 205 live material, believe it or not. In an interview recently with a former UFC fighter, however, mind you, here in a second, we'll get this second. Here we go. Um, where is it? Just last time. Here we go. Uh, Bray Wyatt agrees, however, mind you, with Randy Orton about where Conor McGregor would best fit in. But the Sun asked McGregor recently about joining WWE after Orton said on Twitter, if he gains 120 pounds, I'm hashtag sick here. Until then, hashtag 205 live, bro. Wyatt said, it's a big man's game. He would be better suited to 205 live. And Darren Young gave us an update on his injury, however, following what happened Monday night. Apparently, as we told you last night, however, however, he got injured in a matchup power earlier this week when he took on Epico, however, prior to Raw Monday night. Young, who was, hold on a second, I'll get this here in a second, I'm trying heard after taking a rough fall onto the apron, however, during a main event taping against Epico, posted to Twitter revealed he had a, suffered a hyperextension, which resulted in a dramatic dislocation and fracture of the coordinated process of the right elbow. There is no word yet on how long he may be out for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gerard and JD, thank you very much. Of course, uh, King WL and the Iceman or King Ice, your premier WWE U.S. news tag team. They bring you all the news as fit to print. And, of course, if it doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. But, of course, we all, of course, we all know here that, excuse me, Good old King NWO has the best way possible. And see, and Gerardo is delicious. Gerard, are you still there? 
Okay, he must have stepped away for just a few moments here, ladies and gentlemen. You, you will be returning here momentarily. <clears throat> In the meantime, like I said, we will ask him that question. We will, we will ask him that question one more time when he returns. In the meantime, we'll go on right ahead to our wrestling history and birthdays. Of <clears throat> the human surface machine, John Gross, has not yet arrived. So we'll go on right ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and dive on into the to the history ourselves here for today, here January the 18th. And uh, we've got some pretty interesting uh, some pretty interesting uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, history here to, to come out here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and dive on to see what we have on tap. Uh, 46 years ago today, which would put it at 1971. Oh, okay. Uh, in New York City. Ivan Koloff defeated Bruno San Martino to win the WWF Championship. The win in San Martino's WWF Championship run at 2,803 days, by far longer than anyone in the history of the promotion. Reaction among the Madison Square Garden crowd ranged from shock to stunned silence to sadness. Longtime wrestling journalist Bill Apter remarked in 2014 that the atmosphere in the garden following the title change was like a funeral was, was taking place. Oh, In fact, out of fear of a riot breaking out, co-op was never announced over the PA system as the new WWF champion. Wise move. There is more to the title change than meets the eye. As the story goes, San Martino grew tired of the demanding schedule, so he, volunteer, he volunteered and decided to give up the championship. As for Koloff, he was nothing more than a stopgap for their next phase of the promotion. Pedro Morales defeated Koloff for the title just three weeks later. San Martino would become WWF champion again in 1973, holding the title for over three years before being defeated by superstar Billy Graham. Nineteen years ago today, we put it at, let me see here, 1999, let's see, no, 98, 98, I'm sorry, 98. WWF presented the Royal Rumble from the San Jose Arena in San Jose, California. 18,542 were in attendance with 351,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That is up from 244,000 from the, from the previous year edition in 1997. The show is noted for Shawn Michaels taking a backdrop onto the casket early on in the WWF Championship casket match, causing him to suffer a back injury that would force him into retirement just two months later. Match ratings are from Wrestling Observer Newsletter's Dave Meltzer. As recorded in the Internet Wrestling Database, ratings are out of a possible five stars. Vader defeated Goldust with a 1.25 out of five. <clears throat> uh, Max Mini, Mosiak, and Nova defeated Battalion, El Torito, and Tarantula in a minis tag team match. Sonny was a special referee. That was uh, 3.5. The Rock defeated Ken Shamrock by DQ to retain the Intercontinental title. It was a 2.25 rating. The Legion of Doom, Animal and Hawk, defeated the New Age Outlaws, Billy Gunn on the Road Dog by DQ in a WWF World Tag Team title match. That was a 1.25 rating. Steve Austin last eliminated The Rock to win the Royal Rumble. It was a 2.5 match. 
Shawn Michaels defeated The Undertaker in a casket match to retain the WWF World Heavyweight Championship. Post-match, Kane, who who was thought to be interfering on The Undertaker's behalf, but cost him the match instead, burned the, the casket. Undertaker was not found in the casket once the fire was put out, and that was a 3.5 rating out of 5. And, of course, the ratings I uh, have here for uh, the 98 Royal Rumble. Uh, Captain Jack was the first entrant. He was eliminated by <clears throat> Chainsaw Charlie. Chainsaw Charlie was next. He was eliminated by Mankind. Number three was Tom Brandy. He was eliminated by Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie. Number four was The Rock. He was eliminated by Stone Cold. Number five was Mosh. He was eliminated by Kurgan. Number six was Phineas Godwin. He was eliminated by Mark Henry. Number seven was Eight Ball. He was eliminated by Stone Cold. Number eight was Blackjack Bradshaw. He was eliminated by Dude Love. Number nine was Owen Hart. He was eliminated by both Triple H and China. Number 10, Steve Blackman was eliminated by Kurgan. Number 11, D'Lo Brown was eliminated by Farouk. Number 12, Kurgan was eliminated by Ken Shamrock, 8-Ball, one of the Godwins, Blackjack Bradshaw, uh, Chainsaw Charlie, and The Rock. Number 13, Mark Merrill was eliminated by Stone Cold. Number 14, Ken Shamrock was eliminated by The Rock. Number 15, Thrasher was eliminated by Stone Cold. Number 16, Mankind was eliminated by Goldust. Number 17, Goldust was eliminated by Chains. Number 18, Jeff Jarrett was eliminated by Owen Hart. Number 19, the Honky Tonk Man was eliminated by Vader. Number 20, Ahmed Johnson was eliminated by Mark Henry and D'Lo Brown. Number 21, Mark Henry was eliminated by Farouk. Number 22, Skull was unable to compete due to the injury. Number 23, Common Mustafa was eliminated by Stone Cold. Number 24, well, Stone Cold, he, of course, eventually won the Royal Rumble. Number 25, Henry Godwin was eliminated by Dude Love. Number 26, Savia Vega was eliminated by Stone Cold. Number 27, Farouk was eliminated by The Rock. Number 28, Dude Love was eliminated by Farouk. Number 29, Chains was eliminated by Stone Cold. And number 30, Vader was eliminated by Goldust. And some notes for this Royal Rumble. Steve Austin became the second straight back-to-back Royal Rumble winner and the third of the 1990s. Of course, Hulk Hogan went back-to-back in 90 and 91, while Shawn Michaels', Shawn Michaels two Rumble wins was in 95 and 96. It would be more than a decade before someone else won their second Rumble. John Cena won two, won two Rumbles in 2008 and 13, while Batista won his two in 2005 and 2014. Mick Foley became the first and to this day only man to enter the Royal Rumble match three times. He's also the only man that had been eliminated three times in the same Rumble. The Rock's 51-minute performance in a Royal Rumble match was at the time the third longest by a non-winner, behind Rick Martel and Bob Backlund. And Skull was jumped by Los Barricos, who mistaken him for Stone Cold Steve Austin, and was not able to compete in the match. Hmm. Okay. 17 years ago today, put it at 2000, at a WCW Thunder taping in Evansville, Indiana, the Mamelukes, Big Vito and Johnny the Bull, defeated Crowbar and David Flair to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. Uh, 14 years ago, we had a, 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 a sadly we lost a, a great competitor, Edward George Farhat. 
best known to wrestling fans as the Sheik, or in recent years the original Sheik, died of a heart attack in Williamston, Michigan. He was 76. Hmm. Farhat was as credited as a pioneer of the hardcore wrestling style, <clears throat> as the uncle of WCW le- of ECW legend, excuse me, Sabu. At the time of his death, Farhat was working on a book, <clears throat> but the drafts have since been sealed despite offers to turn the book into a movie. Hmm. Seven years ago today, put it at 2010, TNA got into some hot water with their fans and critics again when his video of a pre-taping talk between producer Steve Small and fans at the Impact Zone surfaced. Small, <clears throat> while acknowledging that vulgar chants were not welcome, even though it's a TV-14 product, understandable since they, do, since they do tape their shows in a theme park, called the fans cast members. While the video would eventually be taken down by TNA, initially nothing on the internet ever go, truly goes away. Many of the fans of the promotion were not happy. Long-time regulars stopped going, and the company would resort to using plants to fill the impact zone. So there's your there's your ratings there, guys. Uh, <clears throat> there's your uh, history there for today. And uh, Gerard and JD, of course, as always, thank you very much for providing the, Did you list the, for, the uh, for the wrestling uh, for the uh, wrestling uh, <clears throat> uh, news and views here for the evening. Uh, GTS, uh, if you can, sir, please provide the PLUG. 1-724-444-7444, the 80s, number 1344, the 80s, press 1. You can talk to us or listen to us right now. Thank you very much, sir, GTS. And, of course, we'll now go on right ahead to our discussion of last night's SmackDown Live broadcast. Did you miss uh, the birthdays at all? There was no birthdays. Yeah, there was. Two. Batista well, and, uh, it, it, well, it didn't on the page. Well, just um, to give you a heads up, uh, Batista's 48 today, and the Million Dollar Man's birthday's today, 62. Oh, thank you very much, Eric. J.D. I don't know why they didn't put it on there like that, but uh, but uh, thank you for keeping up. So happy birthday to Batista and the Million Dollar Man. Thank blue you very much. Blue t- <laughs> <laughs> I'm Blue Tista. Yeah, there you go. And the human surface machine, John Gross, has made it all to... Our chat box here this evening here, coming in there. John, welcome, of course, to 278 of Revolution. Now, last night, says we're going to dive on into our SmackDown Live uh, uh, discussion. Of course, uh, as you know, leading in towards the Royal Rumble, of course, eventually WrestleMania. Uh, you know, all the superstars are trying to get their keep their A-game rolling as best they possibly can. And, of course, Royal Rumble is the first step in that process. Uh, so each of the shows, of course, obviously, are going to have to be top-notch here before top-notch here in the next, uh, next few days. And, of course, leading up towards WrestleMania. <clears throat> uh, so let's go ahead and dive right on into it here. Uh, first off, let's go ahead and bring in G- uh, GTS here for his thoughts on last night's SmackDown Live, please. Well, it kicks off with uh, Shane McMahon, AJ Styles, uh, John Cena and The Miz comes out. I'd have to say John Cena was an instigator in this one. Uh, so it became the Miz, AJ Styles. 
Wonder by Cube was the Miz. Dean Ambrose versus Randy Orton. Dean Ambrose won. And then afterwards, all hell broke loose with the Wyatts. I don't think it'll be long before. Randy Orton leaves them. Then we come to King's Court, where we see Dolph Ziggler and the King. I think this is going to set up a match very soon. We go on to the main event. Steel Cage match for the women's title, Alexa Bliss versus Becky Lynch. I thought it was a pretty good match for the main event. I called this weeks ago. I said they should put the main event on SmackDown and then do it for the for the pay-per-view on SmackDown as well. At least one of them came true, so we had a main event. It was really good. Then Luchadora came out again. She's been coming out for the last couple of weeks. And no behold, it's Mickey James as Luchadora. So it's going to get interesting. That's all I got. Thank you very much there, GTS. Great review. Uh, JD, let's hear what you had to say here about last night's SmackDown. Well, it was a very interesting night in the King's hometown. I mean, a lot went down, of course, as uh, Gerard pointed out, of course, and we'll talk about it right now, of course. Uh, we had uh, Shane announce, of course, that Dolph and Dean are now in the Elimination Chamber. Apparently, there's going to be an Elimination Chamber coming up on February 12th in Phoenix, of course, and that led us to our first match of the night, of course, uh, mind you, which was AJ Styles taking on The Wiz. Of course, Styles then punched Cena, causing a DQ, which The Wiz won by DQ. Then, of course, they announced that Miz tried to cheap shot Cena from behind but failed to go an AA for his trouble. Cena then tried to take advantage of Cena, but being kept busy by Wiz, but going capitalizing on AA for his trouble as well. Cena once again acting all smug and cocky and arrogant as the only he can. However, still says he's still the man, he's still the champ. However, yada, 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 he's going to take AJ's belt. Yeah, good luck, Cena, especially with your schedule, Howard, because I think AJ's going to find a way to beat you once again coming up next Sunday at the Rumble. Uh, next, we have the Nikki Natty thing, however, which continues to just continue to bore me to no end, however. I mean, once again, they just continue to have a little cat fight with one another, so go figure there. Then we have Orn and Dean Ambrose, which was a pretty good matchup. Dean won, of course, and then afterwards, how it looked like, how our things were getting testy with the Wyatt family once again, however. As a result, I mean, Gerard said it best, I think, last night, however, at one point, how it looks like they're setting up maybe Bray and Randy, possibly for WrestleMania one-on-one, which could be the case. Then we go to the King's Court segment, however, and I didn't get a chance to see this until earlier this morning, however, before I left for work, but I did watch some before I left for work today. Uh, it was interesting to see the King get a good response in his hometown once again, and of course, Dolph found a way just to piss off everyone, however, and when the King asked him a question, however, he found a way to try to get the answer. Unfortunately, however, King was not in the best, or Dolph was not in the best of moods to answer, and so he decided to do the only thing he could do, and that is take a cheap shot at King. Whether that leads to a matchup next week, however, on SmackDown for the go-home show, heading into the Rumble, or even maybe at the Rumble itself, however, in the pre-show, as an extra bonus attraction match, we'll have to wait and see. And then, of course, we go to uh, next, however, the whole uh, Carmella thing with James Ellsworth, which again continues to bore me to no end. 
And then we go to probably the match of the night, which was indeed the match of the night. Harley Quinn taking on Becky Lynch, my girl. My girl ended up losing, unfortunately, however, thanks to Mickey James coming in, however, mind you, however. And at the end of the night, you saw Alexa and Mickey standing tall, however, over Becky. Um, I thought uh, it was a no-brainer. We kind of knew for the last few weeks we were taking guests on who the person would be. Some people said Sasha, some people said it would be Mickey. It turned out to be Mickey. Whether that leads now to um, possibly maybe a match between Mickey and Becky, maybe at WrestleMania, possibly could happen, or could happen one-on-one with each other next week. But once again, it seems like Harley Quinn had to have a little help because she didn't have the balls to do it by herself because it was supposed to be a cage match, and Becky had a very valid point, however, after the show. And when they interviewed her, I mean, it was supposed to be cage rules only, but unfortunately... Alexa Bliss found a way to, uh, well, stick it to Mickey, let's just say, uh, and to everyone once again by having a little help, because she didn't have the guts to do it herself. Uh, nevertheless, however, uh, like I said, however, it is what it is, but I think now they're setting up for maybe possibly uh, maybe a matchup in the Elimination Chamber with these three, possibly maybe. Well, I'm thinking if they do a SmackDown Women's title matchup, I mean, obviously Alexa's the champ right now, but... Uh, you think about the issues, however, right now you could put uh, maybe Becky in the matter because I know she wants to get her uh, grimy hands on uh, freaking uh, Alexa more and more. And like I said, Alexa got lucky last night, I think. You could throw Nikki and Natty in the few because they've been feuding with each other. They could put, be put in the chamber too. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, right now you have some good possibilities what you can do with the chamber right now. But, uh Obviously, the best match of the night was the main event, however, and I said, you got to give credits to Alexa. Despite getting help from her new friend, Mickey James, however, found a way to steal one over my girl, however, but I have to give Gerard also props for calling this one on the money. I mean, we've been saying for weeks, however, if the Raw girls can do a main event on a Raw pay-per-view or even on Raw, however, why can't the women do it on SmackDown? Last night, I think, or on SmackDown, for the first time, I think, I think, I don't know when they said how long it's been since they've done it on SmackDown, but you got to give credit where credit's due. These two really stole the show last night. And uh, like I said, just it was a shitty ending, but oh well. What are you going to do? So, there you go. <clears throat> Thank you very much there, uh, J.D. Uh, <clears throat> uh, great, uh, great review there, bud. I do appreciate that. Now, let's see what John has to say here for, uh, of course, <clears throat> for, uh, for uh, the review of last night's SmackDown. Uh, it's of course just some time for the SmackDown review just coming in. Uh, this is all right. SmackDown starts off with Shane McMahon talking about how the WWE Championship will be defended in the Elimination Chamber. Apparently, it looks like Styles for Cena remains champion. They're going to definitely have another obstacle to climb when they get in the Elimination Chamber. So, of course, Styles has been in very high-profile matches in TNA, but he's never been in a big match that is most brutal, barbaric, and diabolical. Ooh. Arguably dangerous to the Hell in the Cell match, the Elimination Chamber, and if Styles does remain champion, let's see how he fares in it. Miz comes out and interrupts Styles as Cena still on the spotlight, and we have Styles versus Miz. It was good, personally. I wanted, John wanted Styles to shut the Miz up, but then the match is ruined because John Cena sticks his nose. He always sticks his nose in people's business, laying Miz and Styles out. The Nikki Natalia feud just continues to hit a new low with Natalia disrespecting Nikki and calling Bret Hart her ex-uncle and Natalia stealing all the shirts only for Nikki to come in to attack Natalia. 
Ambrose and Orton was a good semi-main event, but it wasn't for the Intercontinental title. Uh, of course, they're teasing up so the Wyatt's breaking up. And possibly we could see Orton eliminate Wyatt and Harper at the Royal Rumble, teasing the signs of Orton versus Wyatt at WrestleMania 33. Let's see what uh, let's see what else John has to say. And we have the Kings Court that has not been seen in 22 years when William Shatner was the last guest that the King had had there. I believe he believes. Fitting was it to have the Kings Court in Lawler's hometown, and his guest was Dolph Ziggler, and Ziggler admitting that he dropped those elbows. That stopped Lawler's heart, because Lawler indeed did wrestle in a tag team match with Randy Orton against Dolph Ziggler and CM Punk. That night before his heart attack, then, of course, it went to Lawler confronting Ziggler only for him to get super kicked. And JBL comes in. And helps out Lawler. Now, I don't know why, but Ziggler's attitude sucks. John said he used to like Ziggler, but now he's not my favorite. He's definitely not, John said he's definitely not his pick to win the Royal Rumble match. Who's that? And John says he, he's, he's got any more. Uh, GTS, while we're doing that, I just want to let you know if you get a chance to look on your uh, chat box on Facebook there, bud. There's something that I think you can definitely get a real big kick, a real big kick out of. What's that? On your chat box, on your private chat box on Facebook, there's something that I think you might like. Oh yeah, I do like that. I found that just a minute ago. It was on something. I forgot what what it was on. I was going to put it on your wall, but I said, let's let him look at it first, and then he can do whatever, and then he can do whatever he wants to with it. Whoever did that it was a great picture. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good drawing of him. 
Excellent film. Uh, John says the Bray Wyatt segment with Harper taking on Orton next week. Who will stand and who will fall in the words of Bray Wyatt? Of course, finding the match of the night. A good match on SmackDown, in John's opinion, is the steel cage match between Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch. John says, you got to give the devil their due. If Raw can put on some good Divas main events, why not SmackDown? Then why, then why not then why not SmackDown can top Raw in that? Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're crying too, John, I think. I mean, keep in mind, they're always competing against one, trying to one-up each other. I mean, what was it the other week, SmackDown topped Raw in, in something with ratings or something? Yeah. And that's what I thought, man. And to be honest with you, the Mickey James thing, there was some talk at some point that, that she was coming up, man, and what a way to come up, man. Wow. Amazing. And John says, if memory serves him correct, the last time the Divas closed the main event was March 30th, 2000, when Stephanie McMahon battled Jacqueline for the women's title, and Stephanie won the championship. Hmm. John says it's a great match, but La Luchador comes out to interrupt. That allows Alexa to keep the title. But then, of course, La Luchador turns out to be... Lita. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki James. I was, John said he was on the edge of his seat when he was, when he was chat box. When he was talking to us on the chat box, he was on the edge of his seat. He was looking at this match. He was talking to us last night, apparently. If it was, if it was Lita, man, that would have been that would have been ten times off. That would have been awesome. You got that right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lita still has something left, I think. I mean, if she wanted to come back. My personal opinion. I mean, Giles, he was just flabbergasted. So was Mickey James. Going to be Alexa Bliss's trainer or manager. Y'all say he doesn't know, but SmackDown pretty much delivered. A good Divas main event. And and John is checking, is, is trying to find out about the ratings for SmackDown. And John says, that's all for his review of SmackDown. Thank you very much there, John. And Gerard and JD for your reviews of, of last night's SmackDown show. Uh, guys, uh, um, I say, you know, we, all you're, ask, you're, you're asking about, I, I haven't heard about the range for SmackDown, John, so I'm not real sure. But we'll, we'll we'll bring that up. Uh, we'll we'll find out. We'll bring it up tomorrow night, yeah. or before we end the show tonight. If we find if we hear anything, uh, guys, uh, we got some time here. Um, is everybody up for a round of uh, as always some infamous uh, wrestling trivia. Uh, 
Yes, sir. JD? What's that? Are you up for some wrestling trivia there, guy? Yes. Okay, well, come on up so we can hear you there, bud. Okay. John, are you up for some there, bud? There is one, guys, forgive me. I know I normally ask about different categories and stuff. And John says he's up for it, too. But there's one that has been catching my eye here. There's a couple that's been catching my eye here. And I hope you all don't mind if I went ahead and checked this out. But I found this one about superstars who have passed away. I hope that's okay um, with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, and, of course, there's two of them. There's, it might get you to do both sets tonight. And there's, uh, like I said, there's 15 questions in it. Uh, the average score is 10 out of 15. Um, it says, for far too many wrestlers that brought us so much entertainment are no longer here, some way before their time. And that is the truth. That is, I couldn't have said that better myself. I mean, we can all agree there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys out there that we have lost that have gone way before their time. Yes. So, but way too soon. But of course, there's some of the best talent out there in the world, right there, bar none. And so we got 15 questions right here. For the first set right here on, uh, of course, category gone by but not forgotten. Of course, wrestlers who have passed away. I'm not going to use the term they use. I'm just, gonna use, I'm, just I'm saying it with more respect. Okay, here we go for the very first question. Initially, a, a heel after a face turn. After a heel, after a face turn, this mammoth man became one of the most beloved wrestlers of the 1960s and 1970s WWF. From the 80s right up until 1997, he was a popular color commentator and then WWF president. He passed away in 1999 at the age of 62 from complications of diabetes. Who was he? Was he Haystacks Calhoun, Lord Alfred Hayes, Gorilla Monsoon or Chief J. Strombo? Gerard. Gorilla Monsoon. JD. JD. Oh, Lord, where is he at now? JD. Okay, he has stepped away from me. And uh, we'll, we'll come out to him and John is saying Gorilla Monsoon. Okay. JD, are you here, sir? Yeah, I'm back. Okay. Uh, let me go back and ask the question. Uh, John, and Gerard and John have already answered. Uh, I'll ask this one more time. Initially, a heel after a face turn, this mammoth man became one of the most beloved wrestlers of the 1960s and 70s WWF. From the 1980s right, up, right until 1997, he was a popular color commentator and then WWF president. He passed away in 1999 at age 62, from complications of diabetes. Who was he? Gorilla was Monsoon. Don't even need to give a choice. Everyone is saying gorilla, so we're going to put the gorilla out there. Question number two. This Texas wrestler was the fifth son in a prominent wrestling family that unfortunately faced some horrible losses. He committed suicide in April 1987 at age 23, the third in his family to perish. Who was he? 
was it Jack Von Erich, Harry Von Erich, Mike Von Erich, or Chris Von Erich? Gerard. Chris Von Erich. JD. Chris Von Erich. Okay. And John? John also says Chris. Chris. All right, question number three. This wrestler was way ahead of his time. He would have made an excellent addition to the Attitude Era had he lived. He called himself the Handsome Half-Breed and passed away in July of 1986 at the age of 28 of drugs. Who was he? Was he Jay Youngblood, Chris Adams, Ed Ganter, or Gino Hernandez? Gerard. Gino Hernandez. J.D. Gino Hernandez. And John. John says Gino. We'll go along with Gino. Okay. Question number four. This wrestler was one of the last great ECW heavyweight champions during its waning, waning days. He later went to WCW where he had a cool gimmick and then a forgettable one-year stint with the WWF, he committed suicide in 2007 at the age of 42. Who was he? Gerard, do I Mike need Awesome. JD. Mike Awesome. Is Mike Awesome? He truly was. Yes, he was. Him and his battles with Tanaka were legendary. Absolutely. And John also says Mike Austin, okay? <clears throat> After some mod- modest success as a wrestler, this obnoxious man became one of the most successful managers of all time. From the early 1970s right through the mid-1980s, he was hated and embraced by the fans. He died of a heart attack at the age of 76 in October of 2009. Who was he? Was he Wild Red Barry, Classy Freddie Blassie, Captain Lou Albano, or the Grand Wizard? Gerard. Uh, J.D. Captain Lou. John. Captain Lou, Captain Lou, Captain Lou. That song off that wrestling album was hilarious. Him and uh, George Steele, that's what it was. Yeah, that was funny. Question number six. This wrestler competed in Stu Hart's Stampede promotion and for Eddie Graham in Florida in the late 70s and early 80s. In the late 1980s, he had a stint in the WWF where he was famous for ditching his partners two years in a row at the Survivor Series. Who was this loner who died of a heart attack in 2007 at the age of 63? Was it Adrian Adonis, Hercules Hernandez, Bad News Brown, or Big John Studd? Gerard. Uh, J.D. Repeat the question again. This wrestler competed in Stu Hart's Stampede promotion and for Eddie Graham in Florida in the late 70s and early 80s. Hercules Hernandez. Okay, well, do you you want to hear the rest of the question? No, I got it. You got it, so you're saying Hercules? Yeah. Yeah, You're saying Hercules. John, what are you saying? Uh, 
Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> yeah, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Yeah, with the Nutty Professor. That show never got old during both of those. It kept in both of those. Number seven, this star was literally larger than life and was a WWF mainstay for over 17 years. His heel turn broke our hearts, but he eventually did redeem himself. He died in January 1993 of heart failure at the age of 46. Who was he? Gerard, do I even need to give any choices? Yeah. Was it El Gigante, Andre the Giant, Haystacks Calhoun, or Ernie Ladd? Andre the Giant. Yeah, J.D. Andre. And John says Andre. Andre, yes, indeed. Andre. Question number eight. This is, and they're saying this is a hard one, okay? This wrestler was just getting going in the business when the promotion he worked for was going under. This former AWA tag team champion died in 1993 at the age of 33 due to injuries sustained in a motorcycle accident. Who was he? Was he Buddy Rose, Jerry Blackwell, Ray Stevens, or DJ Peterson? Gerard. Uh. J.D. D. You're saying DJ? Yeah. Okay. John. John is also saying DJ, so we'll go along with DJ right here. Question number nine. This one I have, I think, will be a dead giveaway. This former real-life prison guard was able to parlay that into a very successful gimmick in the WWF in 1988. He passed away of a heart attack in 2004 at the age of 42, of course, way too soon. Who was he? Gerard. Big Boss Man. Ah, J.D. JD. Definitely Big Boss Man. John. I loved how Howard Finkel announced him. I thought, that, I thought he did that very... I thought that was... No one could announce you like the Fink could. My personal opinion. Question number 10. This one, I think, was also going to be a dead giveaway. This female was way ahead of her time when she arrived in August 1985 in the WWF as the manager of valet for Randy Savage. She was a diva long before divas were even popular in the business. But sadly, she died of an overdose in 2003 at the age of 42. Who was she? Gerard? The great Miss Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth. And John also says that. Uh, Potential Hall of Famer for Miss Elizabeth? Yes? Oh, yes. Question number 11. This wrestler was the big man and arguably the most famous of all wrestling trios. He had great success in WCCW and the UWF, in addition to tag team success with Steve Williams in Japan. He died of a heart attack, which was caused by a blood clot in 2001 at the age of 40. Who was he? Was he Buddy Roberts, Terry Gordy, Kerry Von Erich, or Chris Adams? Gerard. Terry Gordy. J.D. Bam Bam, Terry Gordy. And John. 
John also says, Terry Gordy, we'll put that down. Question number 12. This Canadian wrestler was a straight-laced man for the better part of his career. In 1982, he shaved most of his head, refused to talk, painted his face green, and became one of WCCW's premier heels. He died, of, he died in 2007 of kidney cancer at the age of 68. Who was he? Was he Eddie Gilbert, Hercules, Buzz Sawyer, or the Missing Link? Gerard. Missing Link. J.D. One of Bobby Heenan's early uh, guys, however, the Missing Link, Dewey Robertson. And John. John says Missing Link. Okay. Question number 13. Aha. This man was a member of one of the greatest tag teams the sport has ever seen. They burst onto the scene in 1983 and had success wherever they went. This man will always be remembered by WWF fans for a certain phrase. Sadly, he died in November 2003 at the age of 46 of a heart attack. Who was he? Gerard, do you even need it? What a rush. Hawk. J.D. Mike Hawk Hegstrand. Gone. John also says Hulk. We'll put that. We'll put it down, of course. Question number 14. Next to Hulk Hogan, this wrestler was arguably the most popular star of the mid-1980s boom in the WWF. Everyone loved him. He had a great entrance to an action figure and even appeared in a cartoon series. He died in June 1998 in an automobile accident at the age of 45. Who was this beloved man? Gerard, do you need the choices? Yes. Captain Lou, Andre the Giant, Junkyard Dog, or Randy Savage? Randy Savage. J.D. To 1998, right? Yes. J.Y.D. And John. Gerard, do you wish to change your answer? Yes, J.Y.D. Okay. And the final and the final question: This second generation star has held titles, but it wasn't until his WWF debut in the summer of 1988 that he was perfect. <laughs> One of the most gifted stars to ever compete. Agreed. I passed away of drug or drug overdose in February 2003 at the age of 44. Who was he? Gerard. I don't need choices. Yes, Kurt fucking Henning. Yes, the sir. perfect one. Of course, J.D. Definitely Mr. Perfect. And John also says the same, and we have that right there. Let's see how we did here, guys. <clears throat> and I won't go through the questions. I'll just, I'll just give the answers here. Question number one was, in fact, Gorilla Monsoon. Question number two. Okay. Uh, the Texas wrestler who was... Um, he committed suicide April 87 and 23. I think Gerard, J.D., and John, y'all answered Chris Von Erich. It, yeah. was, it was Mike Von Erich. Uh, uh, let me see here. We were, we were really, close. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was close, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's only one brother left, I think, right? Kevin. Yeah. 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 You would really have to look long and hard 
signed more heartache that that endured by the Von Erich family of Texas. Mike Von Erich, who many claim never wanted to be a wrestler, died at the age of 23 after overdosing on alcohol and painkillers. His loss was very hard because just 19 months before, he dramatically overcame a battle with toxic shock syndrome, which many claim was a pure miracle. He was preceded in death by his brothers, Jack and David, and followed later by Chris and Carrie. And, of course, now Kevin Von Erich is the sole survivor of that legacy. I wonder how Kevin Von Erich gets by the day like that. You can never imagine that. It'd be I'll very It's a win. It's a win. Question number three. Of course, the answer to that was, in fact, Gino Hernandez. <clears throat> question number four, and we answered this question, is Mike awesome? Yes, he is. And that's the answer to this question. Question number five, it was, in fact, Captain Lou Albano, the guiding light, as they called him. Question number six, everyone everyone here thought it was Hercules. Um, and, of course, as I said before, the rest of the question that I, that I did ask for everybody, J.D., you, you, did, you missed out on all of the questions. In the late 80s, he had a stint in the WWF where he was famous for ditching his partners two years in a row at the Survivor Series. He was a loner. He passed away of a heart attack in 2007, age of 63. Thought it was, everyone thought it was Hercules. It was Bad News Brown. Alan Coage, I guess how you pronounce it, was actually a judo grand champion before becoming a professional wrestler in the 1970s. He was also known as Bad News Allen before taking, in, taking the Brown surname in the WWF in 1988. During his two years, he feuded with Hogan, Bret Hart, Jake Roberts, and Randy Savage and was not well-liked among his peers in the company. Brown died of a massive heart attack in March 2007. He had taught both wrestling and judo in his final years. Question number seven. Yes, it was, in fact, Andre the Giant. Question number eight. Yes, it was. It was D.J. Peterson, which, of course, his real name, uh, his real name was Dave Peterson. Uh, and of course, believe it or not, he had a of course, he had a tag team partner in Dale Wilkes, who was known as the Trooper at the time. Also, of course, known as the Patriot in the WWF. Question number nine. Uh, so we have here was it that the Big Boss Man, the prison guard? Question number ten was it that Miss Elizabeth? Question number eleven was Terry Gordy. Number 12, it was The Missing Link. Number 13, it was Hawk. Number 14, it was JYD. Uh, and question number 15, it was, in fact, Kurt Henning. And believe it or not, the average score for this quiz was 10 out of 15, and we got 13 of 15, right? Great job, guys. Yes. Great job. Um, I thought also here... If we go back and forth here, if we got some time, you throw it up, you don't mind this, but this thing that uh, I was doing with JD earlier, I was talking about this. Uh, I, would, I would love to also test your knowledge of a lot of this too here, bud, if you don't mind, um, on a lot of these. Uh, now, a lot of these questions don't have choices. Um, 
Let me see if I can find it here. Um, Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Um, here are some here are some of the categories here, guys. Um, let's see here. Uh, bar trivia, Bible, Christmas trivia, Disney, easy trivia questions, geography, history, movies, music, movies, pop culture, science, sports, and trivia questions for kids. <laughs> we'll do uh, movies and then for Gerard, we can close it out with bar. I don't know if that's what that means, bar or not. I'm not even sure. Oh, that means drinking. <laughs> I'm yeah. betting. I'm pretty betting. Uh, well, let me see here. Well, it's got different. It's different questions on different on this 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 general trivia is all that is. Um, but uh, what movies, was movies is good for me. I'll be right back. Okay. Well. Now, Gerard, I will let you know here, but like I said, there are no choices. And I was surprised that uh, J.D. knew half of these. So would you want to try them with, even though they don't have the choices? Yeah, I can. Okay. All right, these are all movies here, guys. So, uh Man, I tell you what, this one chat box will not will not be quiet for some odd reason. <laughs> Okie doke. <clears throat> here we go, Gerard. Let's, let's see how you know about see how see how you know your movies here, but which war movie won the Academy Award for Best Picture in two thousand nine? There's a war movie called Jughead, I think, wasn't there? Uh, yes, I believe there was, yes. I'm going to go for that one. Okay. The answer, The Hurt Locker. Ah. Yeah, I mean, I, a lot of these I was kind of stumped myself, to be honest with you. Well, half of these I was kind of stumped on it. This one may be a little bit easier. Let's just give this one a try. What was the name of the second Indiana Jones movie that was released in 1984? The second one. Um, uh, I can't remember. I see with the trivia, I don't got a good memory, so trivia is huh. not really my bad. I I can't remember. I I seen it, but I can't remember the name of it. Okay. It was uh the Temple of Doom. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the one where um they were in that pit 
thing it was, yeah. It was freaky. Uh, okay, well, um, oh, this, this, this site, well, then let's do this in. Let's do this, let's, let's do this in. Oh, my Lord, this site has got a bunch of jokes. Animal, blonde, Christmas, dumb, stupid jokes, funny jokes, Halloween jokes, jokes about people, lame jokes, one-liners, uh, Um, let's see. Religious jokes, short jokes, science jokes, sex jokes, word jokes, and your mama jokes. What uh, about some of these drawers? Any of these kind of, uh... uh the blonde jokes. Blonde jokes? Okay. Let's, let's hear some blonde jokes here. I'm just going to go back with what they said, okay? Um, a lot of these were just tight, were just put out last year, as a matter of fact, different times. A funny blonde police officer's joke. Two blonde police officers crash a patrol car into a tree. After a moment's silence, the first blonde says to the other, Wow, I think that's the place we've ever gotten got to the scene of an accident. <laughs> okay. Here's a, here's a blonde car joke. A blonde pushes her car into a gas station one day. She tells the mechanic it just died as she was driving along. The mechanic works on it and soon has the engine idling smoothly. The blonde asks him, so what's the story? The mechanic says, just crap in the carburetor. The blonde asks, okay, how often do I have to do that? <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Uh, okay, three blonde jokes here. There are these three blondes stood on one side of the river one day, wondering how they're going to get across to the other side. The first blonde, desperation begins to pray. God, please make me smart enough to get across the river. God hears this and turns her into a brunette as she swims across the river. The second blonde then also starts to pray, saying, Dear God, please make me twice as smart as the last girl so I can get the, so I can get across the river. So God, God turns her into a redhead and she builds a boat and rows across the river. The third blonde, seeing this, also starts to pray. She says, Dear God, please make me twice as smart as those women combined. So God turns her into a man, and she walks across the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you call a blonde who dyes her hair blue brunette? Hmm. Artificial, artificial intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> blonde woman turns up at work at, at work and floods of tears. Her boss asks what, her what's wrong. She says my mo-, she says my mom died. The boss tells her to go home, but she says she'll be fine. Later that day, she bought, the boss finds her and floods of tears again. So he asks if she's okay. She replies, "Not really. I just talked to my sister, and her mom died too." <laughs> <laughs> Two blondes are walking down the street. The first one who's carrying a bag of donuts says to the other, if you can guess how many donuts are in my bag, you can have both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, This is good. Uh, Man. A redhead says to her blonde sister, I slept with two Brazilian men. The blonde says, oh, my God, you slut. How many is a Brazilian? (laughs) (laughs) 
A blonde girlfriend has three hours of video footage of raw chicken on her iPhone. The cooking instruction said, remove sleeve and film. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, oh, man. A blonde woman is having a medical examination at the doctor's office. The doctor says, your heart, lungs, pulse, and blood pressure are all fine. Uh, let's check the part that gets you ladies into all kinds of trouble. The blonde starts taking off her knickers as interrupted by the doctor. The doctor says, no, no, just stick out your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see, worse than tennis elbow. Oh boy, a blonde is on the bus when this guy sit, gets on with both of his front trouser pockets full of golf balls and sits down next to her. The confused blonde keeps looking at him and his bulging pockets. He knows her her looking eventually after many such glances from her says it's golf balls. Nevertheless, the blonde continues to look at him for a very long time, appearing to think deeply about what he had said. After several minutes, she can't contain her curiosity anymore and asks, does it hurt as much as tennis elbow? Oh, oh all right. I got some good ones for you. Why don't, uh, what's the difference between a blonde and the Panama Canal? What is it? The Panama Canal is a busy ditch. Here's <laughs> <laughs> oh, another good one. How do you get a blonde off of her knees? Ow. Come. <laughs> and tomorrow, this one is going to be good for you, man. What do you say to a blonde that won't give in? What? Have another beer. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, Let me think. Here's a good one. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Here we go. Uh, why do? Why don't blondes like anal sex? <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> oh lord. Go ahead. What they don't it? like their brains being screwed with. <laughs> and this is the best one I've seen yet. How do blondes play Russian roulette? Oh, Lord. Oh, oh boy. They jack six sticks till one gets a facial. Let me see. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, here we go. How do you get a blonde to marry you? I don't know. Oh. Uh, hold on a second. How do you? Oh, tell her she's pregnant. <laughs> what do you call two nuns and a blonde? Oh. Two tight ends and a wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. here we go. Here we go. I, I know you got some JD. I, I got to do this couple here. I just looked at those. Oh boy. Right. I was talking to this blonde girl in a bar last night, and I told her I could guess what day women were born just by feeling their boobs. She said, "Oh yeah." She said, go on then, tell me when I was born. After about 30 seconds of me following her boobs, she finally lost patience and demanded, come on then, what day, what day was I born? Yesterday, I replied. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, here we go, here we go. Um, epileptic goldfish. A blonde woman goes to the vet with her goldfish. I think it's got epilepsy, she tells the vet. The vet takes a look at it and says, it seems calm enough to me. The mom says, wait, I haven't taken it out of the bowl yet. <laughs> oh. How, what's, the, what's the difference between a blonde and a broom closet? Oh, Lord, what? Only two men fit inside a broom closet at once. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best one. How does a blonde turn on the light after she's had sex? Oh. She opens the car door. <laughs> Okay, here, here's, here's one. 
These two blondes are going to California for the summer. They're about two hours into the flight when the pilot comes on the intercom and says, we just lost an engine, but it's all right. We have three more, so nothing to worry about. It'll tell you it's about an hour longer to get there. That is all. A half hour later, the pilot comes on the intercom again and says, we just lost another engine, but it's all right. We still have two more, so nothing to worry about. It'll just take us, take us an extra half hour to get there. One of the boss turns to the other and says, if we, if, we, if we lose the two last engines, we'll be up here all day. <laughs> Why did they call the blonde Twinkie? Why? She liked to be filled with cream. <laughs> oh, Lord, how mercy. Oh, I got okay, I, I got to find another set of jokes all right. here. Oh, all right. Lord. Here's a good one. A blonde girl is walking to a redhead friend of our boy's friend's danger prompt. The redhead says, why don't you give him head and shoulders? The blonde replies, how do you give shoulders? <laughs> and then here's a good one. A blonde walks into the dance office and sits down in the chair and says, open wide. I can't, says the blonde. The chair has arms. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay, here, here's some... Uh, 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 okay, um... Uh, here's some. Here, here's I got one here. Jokes about people. We got different categories here. Donald Trump jokes, dyslexic jokes, fat jokes, feminist jokes, ginger jokes, Hitler jokes, and short people jokes. Hmm. <sighs> I'm trying to think here. What would be good, Hella? What are the ones again? Donald Trump jokes, dyslexic jokes, fat jokes, feminist jokes, ginger jokes, what? Hitler jokes. Did you say stem jokes? Short, short people jokes. What? Did you say stemist joke or what it was again? Yep, feminist jokes. Hmm. I think we got to go with Donald Trump jokes. I mean, it is. Donald. Yeah, we have okay. to go with Donald. Okay, Donald, Donald, Donald Trump jokes. Okay, all right. All right, uh, let's see what we, uh, let's see what we uh, got here. Uh, let's see here. Donald Trump has announced that that now he's been elected president. He's going that now that he's been elected president, he's going to ban the, the sale of pre-shredded cheese. He wants to make America G R A T E great again. Mm. Oh, mm. <laughs> now that Donald Trump has, has been elected president, there'll be hell to pay. Mm. Oh, gee. <laughs> okay, Donald. Donald Trump getting what the president has already has a positive effect on the economy. Sales of alcohol has never been higher. <laughs> okay. Now that Donald Trump's become president, I'm going to Mexico. Not by choice, though. Oh, gee. Uh, Donald Trump labeled Hillary Clinton disgusted for taking a bathroom break during the recent Democrat debate. Trump himself never had to go to the bathroom. As the crap just comes straight straight out of his mouth. <laughs> All right. If Hillary and Donald Trump are in a boat and it capsizes, who survives? I don't know who. America. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, my goodness. Uh, my friend said to me, I hear the FBI has, has foiled, a, foiled a terrorist plot to kill Donald Trump. What, a... Suicide bomber? He, I asked. No, a surface to air missile. What airline does Donald Trump aspire to fly? I don't know. Air Force One. Air Force One. 
Let's see. Uh, mm, hold on. Let me, let me find some others. Uh, uh, let's see what the funny jokes are here that we have here. Uh, oh, this is not right. Cheesy, corny jokes, math jokes. Good comebacks, not not jokes, golf jokes, anti jokes, bad dad jokes, tell me a joke, Mexican jokes. Oh. Uh, okay. Funny funny jokes for adults. Hmm. Oh, oh, Lord. Okay. All right. Gerard, J.D., listen. Y'all listen to this. What's the difference between a hooker and a drug dealer? Hmm. A, hooker can watch her, a hooker can wash her crack and sell it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, a good one. Oh, man. A uh, mother is in the kitchen one day preparing dinner for the family. Her young daughter walks in and asks her, Mommy, where did babies come from? The mother thinks for a while before deciding she ought to be honest with the daughter. She says, well, honey, mommy and daddy fall in love and get married. We'll have to go into the bedroom. They kiss and hug, and then they have sex. The daughter looks confused, so the mother says, that means that daddy, that means that daddy puts his penis in mommy's vagina. Is that, that's how you get a baby? The daughter thinks for a moment then seems to understand. Then she says, oh, I see, but the other night when I came to urine, you had daddy's penis in your mouth. What do you get when you do that? The mother replies, jewelry, my dear. Jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a oh. good one. What's worse than Ellen Nordgren smashing your face with a nine iron? I don't know. Lorena Bob is stealing your putter. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between the, the G spot and a golf ball? Hmm. You can find a the golf will, ball. <laughs> a guy will search for a golf ball. <laughs> What was um, what was the goal for? Uh, hold on, I just said fine. I just saw the second. Uh, uh, what do you call? Get, what do you get if you have a see a blonde at the driving range? I have no idea. You lift your head and spread your legs. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, here's one. What do you call Jessica Alba joining you and your buddies for a round of golf? I don't know. Fantastic foursome. <laughs> <laughs> Three guys go on a skiing trip together. When they get to the ski lodge, there aren't enough rooms, so they have to share a bed. In the middle of the night, the guy on the right side of the bed wakes up and says, Wow, I had this mad dream I was getting a hand job. The guy on the left side of the bed had also woken up and says that he's had the same dream too. The guy in the middle says, Wow, that's funny. I dreamed I was skiing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here's a good one. Oh. A man during his marriage has overturned his golf cart, and a blonde said, come to him, come to my place and rest. She was quite convincing and took her clothes off once there. And he said, I don't think my wife's going to like this. And she answered, she'll never know. He said, that's not the problem. She's still under cart. <laughs> What's the difference between your job and a dead hooker? Hmm. Your job still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> What's the difference between a golf ball and a Nissan? I don't know. A golf ball can be driven 300 yards. Oh, okay. Uh, unexpected sex is a great way to be woken up if you're not in prison. <laughs> don't sleep. This old oh. man and woman, this old man and woman had been married for thirty years. In those thirty years, the woman had always insisted, insisted on the lights being off when they had sex, as she was embarrassed. The man was thankful for this, really, as he was embarrassed too and scared that he couldn't please her. So in the dark, he always used a big dildo on her. <laughs> After all these years, of, well, I'm not done yet. After all these years of sex, she had no idea what he did. One day she decided they'd been together so long that there was no reason to be embarrassed, even though her body was now old. So in the middle of sex, she reached over and turned the bedside lamp on, wanted to see that it was, to see that her husband was using a dildo. She said angrily, I, I knew it, a-hole. Explain the dildo. The man replied, okay, but first, explain the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Golf is a game where you yell for, you get six, and you write five. Oh my goodness. <laughs> What's six inches long, two inches wide, and drives women wild? Money. Uh, oh my lord, Gerard. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking that too, yeah. <laughs> oh, here's one. Why did the blonde golfing pro cheat on his wife? I have no idea. Because you thought every day he needed to play around. <laughs> okay, this is a oh Lord, this is a big one here. Y'all listen very carefully. A family is having dinner at the table one evening when the son asked the father, Dad, how many different kinds of boobs are there? The, fa- the father is a little taken aback, but he pondered for a moment before answering, Well, my son, a woman goes through three phases in life. In her 20s, her breasts are like melons, round and firm. In her 30s and 40s, they become like pears, still nice but hanging a bit. But after 50, her breasts become like onions. The son is confused and asks, Onions? The father replies, Yes, you see them and they make you cry. <laughs> the wife and daughter are really annoyed by what their father has asked, has said. So the daughter asks, Mom, how many different kinds of penises are there? The mother smiles and says, Well, honey, a man also goes through three phases in life, too. In his 20s, his willy is like an oak tree, mighty, strong, and hard. In his 30s and 40s, it becomes more like a birch, flexible and reliable. But after 50, it's like a Christmas tree. The daughter laughs and asks, A Christmas tree? The mother replies, Yes, dear. Dead from the root up, and the balls are just for decoration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I got two jokes to tell you. Okay, okay. Right. What did Cinderella do when she got to the ball? What? Was it? Choked. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I got another one. Johnny goes out, and he digs a hole by a foot by a foot. There, he's crying, he's putting it in. The neighbor goes, what are you doing? He's like, I'm burying my fish. And he goes, well, it's pretty big for a fish. He says, yeah, but it's in your fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call the useless piece of skin on a penis? What? The man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what here we go. Okay. What's the difference between a lost golf ball and the G-spot? Oh, Lord, not what. A man will spend five minutes looking for the lost golf ball. Uh, 
what does a 75-year-old woman have between her breasts that a 25-year-old doesn't? Hmm. Her navel. That's a good one there. I like that well, one. One day, a little boy and a little girl are fighting about the differences between the sexes and which one is better. After much arguing to and fro, the boy drops his, pa- drops his pants and says, here's something I have, I have that you'll never have. The little girl's annoyed and upset by this, as what, as what the boy says is obviously true, but she runs up to her mom crying. A short time later, she comes running back with a smile on her face. She goes to the boy, drops her pants, and says, my mommy says that with one of these, I can have as many of those as I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uncle has called for all his life his own definition of the word golf. Getting old and living fine. Oh, Lord. <laughs> How do you make your wife scream during sex? Hmm. Call her and tell her about it. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's bad. How do you embarrass embarrass an archaeologist? Hmm. Give him a used tampon and ask him which which period it came from. Oh! (laughs) What's the difference difference between oral sex and anal sex? All sex makes your day, and anal sex makes your whole week. <laughs> oh, Lord. What should you do uh, if your round of golf is interrupted by a lightning storm? I don't know how. Walk around holding your one iron above your head, because even God can't hit that one iron. <laughs> okay, let me see. Let me find some, I found some short jokes here. Okay, some short, let's do some short jokes here. Um... The Pentagon is changing the nuclear codes to over 140 characters, so Trump can't tweet them. Oh, geez. Hmm. A teacher asked her class what their favorite letter is. A student puts his hand and said, Gee, miss. The, t- t- the teacher asked, Why is that, Angus? <laughs> okay, that doesn't. Okay, doesn't. Okay. Uh, ooh, animal jokes. Uh, cat, cow, dog, or horse? I don't know which one would be. Cow. Cow's a good one. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, okay. Utterly fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) There are two cows standing in a field. The first cow says to the other, I was artificially inseminated this morning. The second cow replies, no way, I don't believe you. The first says, it's true, no bull. Why do cows have no money? Oh, here's a good one. Harry and his That's wife fun. are driving in the country when he sees a sign that reads, Cow for sale, $5,000. He pulls them and says to the farmer, There's no cow in the world worth $5,000. The farmer says, Oh, yeah, take a look at this. He lifts the cow's tail, and Harry sees that the cow has to snatch just like a woman. Harry gets back in the car, turns to the wife, and says, It's just not fair. Here's this farmer with a cow that has to snatch like a woman that's worth $5,000, and here I am with you with a snatch like a cow, and you're not worth shit. <laughs> Why do cows have no money? Because hmm. farmers milk them dry. I was going to say they use something in those lines. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, what did the mother cow say to the baby cow? Moo. It's past your bedtime. Past- oh, that's a good one. I like that one. What, what do you call a cow with no legs? Brown hmm. beef. Oh. <laughs> Deja vu, that feeling you've heard this bull before. (laughs) Okay. 
Let's see. Uh, what do you get when you sit? What do you get when you sit under a cow? Hmm. A pat on the head. Nice. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. A farmer was milking his cow one fine morning. He was just starting to get a good rhythm going when a fly flew into the barn and started buzzing around his head. Then the fly flew around and flew into the cow's ear. Farmer didn't think much about it until the fly suddenly squirted out and squirted out into his bucket. It went in one ear and out the other. Oh, oh, jeez! What did the uh, farmer say to the guy, however, when he told him, however, there was no uh, cows at his place? What is it? What I'm sorry, Rick, but the stakes were too high. <laughs> A former friend of mine has just told me he managed to cross a cow with a chicken. Hmm. Sounds like a cock and bull story to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one there. What do you get when you cross a cow with a ghost? Hmm. Vanishing cream. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a cow with a twitch? Hmm. Beef jerky. Nice. There was a stampede at the dairy farm the other day. It was utter chaos. Uh, okay, here we go, here we go. Uh, one day a man staggers into the emergency room with a concussion, multiple bruises, and a five-iron golf club wrapped around his neck. After the doctor was curious and asked him what happened to him, well, it was like this, says the man. I was enjoying a quiet round of golf with my wife. We were playing the fifth hole, which is really difficult, and we both slashed our drives into a field full of cows. We went into the field to look for our look for our balls, and while I was searching, I noticed that one of the cows had something white in its backside. So I went over, lifted up the cow's tail, and sure enough, there was a golf ball stuck with what with my wife's monogram on it, stuck right in the middle of the cow's butt. That's hmm. when I made a bit, my big mistake. Why? What did you do? Asked the doctor. The man says, well, I lifted the tail, pointed and shouted at my wife, hey, this looks like yours. What's a cow's favorite day of the year? Hmm. Moo Year's Day. Moo Year's Day, nice. Moo Year's Day, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> my friend asked if I wanted a game of darts. I said, go on, go on then, nearest the bull starts. He said, bye. I said, moo. He said, you're closest. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Cow says. Cow says what? No, silly. A cow says, moo. Uh, see, what does a cow like best about math? He couldn't add or subtract. Calculus. Ah, nice. Calculus. Where do baby cows go for lunch? Lone Star. The cafeteria. The cafeteria, nice. Yeah. Two cows are standing on a field eating the grass. The first cow turns to the second and says, Moo! Second cow replies, Hey, I was just about to say the same thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, mm, how do you make a milkshake? Hmm. Give a cow a pogo stick. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when you cross an angry cow with an irate sheep? <laughs> an animal that's in a bad mood. <laughs> What makes the noise of a cow when you turn it upside down? Hmm. A cow. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Um, 
Let's see. Um, a kid, a kid in school hands in a blank piece of paper for his art homework. The teacher says, what's this? The kid says it's a picture of a cow eating grass. <clears throat> the teacher asks, where is the grass? The kid says the cow ate it all. The teacher says, okay, then where is the cow? The kid says it left because there was no more grass. Hmm. What oh, band is the cow's favorite? What is it? Moody Blues. Moody Blues. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, guys. Um, let's. Uh, we got a few more minutes. Y'all want to change it back to some more uh, wrestling trivia? All right. Your art is that all right there, bud? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and let's see here. Um, I did have another. There was another category of one about superstars super who had passed away, but we can we can pass on that one. Uh, I've got one about uh, <clears throat> the history of pro wrestling. I've got one on, uh, let's see, a history of SummerSlam. Hmm. That'd be a good one to try. Wrestlers who trained in the Hart Family Dungeon. Uh... Let's see. Gerard, any of those tickle your fancy, bud? SummerSlam. That's SummerSlam? Yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah. Okay. Ten questions all about the history of SummerSlam. And, of course, and of course, there's one side note there, ladies and gentlemen. SummerSlam also comes around the time uh, around the birthday of our main man right here, King NWO. So he loves talking about SummerSlam. <clears throat> okay. Ten questions here, guys. Average score is six out of ten. Uh, so that's good luck with this. Good luck with this. Oops. First question. By the way, some excellent jokes there, guys. Excellent jokes. Yes. I had to break the ice a bit. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Now, question number one: Who ended Honky Tonk Man's record-long Intercontinental Championship reign at the 1988 SummerSlam? Gerard, do you even need choices? The ultimate warrior. JD. Warrior. John. And John, by the way, didn't want to be involved in the jokes. I think we were telling some bad ones. Once he didn't like that here. So he didn't, he didn't say anything about any of the jokes. Either that or the cows were forcing him to move over. Well, he said don't involve him. That's what he said. Oh, okay. At the 1990 SummerSlam, Ultimate Warrior defended the WWF title against Rick Rude. What was the stipulation for this match? Was it a two out of three falls, no DQ, steel cage, or submission? Gerard. Pass. AD. Two out of three falls. And John. John says steel cage. Uh, Gerard, do you want to break the tie? Uh, two or three falls. Okay, we'll say that. Okay. <clears throat> Number three, where did the 92 SummerSlam take place? Gerard, do you need choices for this? Yes. And was it Madison Square Garden, Wembley Stadium, the Spectrum, or the, or the Sky Dome in Toronto? I'm going to say Skydome. J.D.? Wembley Stadium. 
And John? And John also says Wembley. Okay. Question number four. Who did The Undertaker face at SummerSlam in 1994? Was it Giant Gonzalez, Yokozuna, The Undertaker, or Hulk Hogan? Gerard. Uh, J.D. The Undertaker, Brian Lee. John. And John is also saying the same thing, so we'll put that down. Question number five. What was the stipulation for the Intercontinental Championship match between Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon at the 1995 SummerSlam? Was it a steel cage match, a ladder match, no DQ, or false count anywhere, Gerard? Ladder match. J.D.? Ladder match. John? John says ladder. Okay, we'll say the ladder match. Question number six. Who was the referee for the WWF Championship match between Bret Hart and The Undertaker at SummerSlam 1997? Was it Earl Hebner, Shawn Michaels, Vince McMahon, or Stone Cold? Gerard. Shawn Michaels. J.D. Shawn. And John says HBK as well. All right. Question number seven. Who was Mankind's partner in his WWF Tag Team Championship match against the Outlaws at SummerSlam 1998? Was it Vader, Kane, Nobody, or The Rock? Gerard. Uh, J.D. Nobody. John. John says Kane. Gerard, you wish to break the tie, sir? I'm going to go with nobody. Nobody, okay. Nobody. Nobody. What's that song? Nobody. Nobody. I don't know how to. Question number eight. How did Kurt Angle defeat Stone Cold in the the championship match at SummerSlam 2001? Was it pinfall, DQ, submission, or countout? Gerard. Pass. J.D.? Submission. J.D. I mean, John. And John says DQ. Gerard, once again, but <laughs> I get I get two different answers: submission or DQ. Gerard, what's I the, have to go with submission. I'll go with submission. Okay, I'll go with submission. Question number nine: <clears throat> Who was the last person eliminated in the elimination chamber match at SummerSlam 2003? Was it Jericho, Kevin Nash, Goldberg, or Shawn Michaels? Gerard. I'm going to go Kevin Nash. Okay, Gerard. I mean, J.D. I'm going to go with Goldberg. And John? John also says Goldberg. Okay. Question number 10. Who returned at the end? And the final question. Who returned at the end of SummerSlam 2009 and attacked CM Punk? Was it Edge, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, or The Undertaker? Gerard. Pass. 
JD. I'm going to say it was C. You're saying it was Jeff Hardy? Yes. And John? John says Undertaker. You are? We had another tiebreaker. Jeff Hardy or The Undertaker? I go Undertaker. Undertaker. Okie doke. <clears throat> Let's see how we do here, gentlemen. Question number one. It, yes, it was, in fact, The Ultimate Warrior that claimed that, that claimed the Intercontinental title that ended the Honky Tonk Man and it was just in 31 seconds. He won the match after a press slam and the Warrior splash. Now, I think this was because he was scheduled to wrestle Brutus Beefcake, but Brutus got injured before SummerSlam, if I'm not mistaken. And that's why they, they changed the... That's why that's why this took place. Okay. Question number two, SummerSlam 1990. Warrior defended the title against Rick Rude. What was the stipulation? Everyone said two out of three falls. It was a steel cage match. Ah, so know that one. Ultimate Warrior defeated Rude to retain the title. Rick Rude's manager, Bobby Heenan, got involved throughout the match, and he tried to pull Rude out of the cage. Warrior wanted to do a press slam and climbing out of the cage. Question number three, 1992 SummerSlam. Yes, it did take place at Wembley Stadium. It was in, uh, That was one of the two places in England, I believe. Yeah, it was the Bulldog and Brett closing out the show. That was when they closed right. 80,355 fans, which was a SummerSlam record. Hmm. Oh, excuse me. Undertaker faced the SummerSlam 94. It was, in fact, the Undertaker. Two Undertakers faced off in the main event of SummerSlam 94. The real Undertaker was accompanied by Paul Bear, and the fake Undertaker was accompanied by Ted DiBiase. It was the first time the Undertaker was seen, was, was seen since losing a casket match to Yokozuna at the 1994 Royal Rumble. The real Undertaker defeated the fake Undertaker after three tombstone pile drivers. Yes. Oh, yes! <laughs> Question number five, of course, the stipulation for the Intercontinental title match between HBK and Ramon at SummerSlam 95. It was a ladder match. A rematch of the classic ladder match from WrestleMania 10. Shawn Michaels retained the Intercontinental belt after over 25 minutes. Who was the referee for the match championship match between Bret Hart and Undertaker at SummerSlam 97? It was, in fact, Shawn Michaels. Bret Hart retained the WWF title after Shawn Michaels accidentally hit the Undertaker with a steel chair. If Michaels was biased against Hart, he would have been fired. If Bret Hart lost, he would have never been able to wrestle in the United States ever again. I remember, I remember that match. That was on one of the... Um, that's on, that's on that Undertaker DVD, yeah. one called Tombstone, I think. Yeah. Who was Mankind's partner in his tag team title match against the Outlaws at SummerSlam 98? It was correct. It was, in fact, nobody. Mankind and Kane were the WWF tag team champions at the time, but Kane abandoned Mankind for this match. The match was also no DQ, but both the New Age Outlaws could be in the ring at the same time. The New Age Outlaws won the match and then threw Mankind into a dumpster at ringside. Kane came through the lid of the dumpster, then hit Mankind with a sledgehammer. Ooh. Question number eight. How did Stone Cold Crangle be Stone Cold in the match at SummerSlam 01? Everyone said submission. It was DQ. Since Triangle won by DQ, he did not win the title. Angle had Austin in the ankle lock, but WCW 
Referee came into the ring and disqualified Stone Cold for knocking out the referee earlier. Question number nine. Who was the last person eliminated in the Elimination Chamber match of Timber Slam 03? Uh, it was, in fact, Goldberg. I think, I think, um, yeah. Let's see. Right, okay. That's right. So I think Triple H hit him with a sledgehammer in order to win the match. I think Rick Flair had snuck a sledgehammer into the, into the chamber. And question number 10, who returned to end of Summer Sam 09 and attacked CM Punk? It was The Undertaker. CM Punk had just defeated Jeff Hardy in a TLC match to retain the World Heavyweight title. The lights went out after the match. The Undertaker appeared and choked Sam Punk. This was the first time The Undertaker had been seen since WrestleMania 25. So, great questions there tonight here, guys. Um, <clears throat> but uh wanted to... Uh, <clears throat> let me see here. Let me find a couple of things here. Uh, before we leave, the, before we leave for the evening, is any, Gerard, do you have anything you wish to add, sir? Nope, I don't. Okay. Uh, J.D., do you have anything you wish to add? I'm good. Okay. And I think this is going to check see if John, do you have anything? John says he has nothing to add as well. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for here, like I said, for joining us for a very uh, uplifting <laughs> and informative here, uh, 278 of Revolution here tonight. Of course, like I said, uh, review of SmackDown, some pretty interesting uh, history and birthdays, some big-time wrestling news and views. <clears throat> and also, of course, uh, and also, of course, to, to add some wrestling trivia and also some uh, some infamous uh, some joke, infamous joke telling here from all three of us here. Uh, some, some great, some... You'll have to be the judge of that as you go back and listen to a lot of them. <laughs> so there you go. But there were some there's a lot of funny ones there, so but uh but everyone can everyone can judge for themselves but when they go back and listen to it here. Uh Gerard, uh, we have something I think coming up special coming up here this Friday night, I believe. Yes, seven o'clock, don't miss our WCW US profile series. On the great Jimmy Fly Snucker. Absolutely. One of the greatest, of course, we just lost him here on Sunday. And terrific competitor. He is he's been gone several days, but he's already missed by so many uh wrestling fans all around the world. And of course we'll be taking care of that tomorrow uh, I mean Friday night, excuse me, at seven o'clock. <clears throat> so uh, for now, I want to thank my 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 guys here for coming on here tonight and um, having some fun here tonight with 278 of Revolution. Uh, of course, be sure don't miss tomorrow night as well. Uh, I think Gerard, we have a top heel tomorrow night. I think. Yeah. And also after that will be NWO Wolfpack the second installment. So don't miss that. So join us here for some more fun here tomorrow night, and then of course Friday. Uh, for our fun there, and of course Saturday, and we'll go on from there as we always say. King and W.O. GTS, let's go ahead and take her home. This is 
been another episode of WCW-US Revolution. Players in the game are as the following. Chad, the boss in charge. JD, the Iceman. John, the human suplex machine. But last but not least, King NWO GTS. Have a great night. Have a great tomorrow. God bless. And see you in the ring. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.